Sarah Carey. This is first official podcast. Yeah. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. So, what do you want to talk about? I feel like since this is the first official podcast, what's an anime? Well, not anime. A topic that's really popular to know about. Well, let's tell them about ourselves. What do you like doing? Stuff like that. Introduce yourself first. Your name okay. and everything. Hello, viewers. I'm Kyrie, and I like watching anime, and I like doing jujitsu with my dad. Alright, so what do you like about jujitsu? I like that there's walls with tournaments. Like that you get to see new people and <coughs> how their like academy <coughs> works and how their academy teaches them. And also I like making new friends. Yeah? So, um, what's your favorite part of jiu-jitsu? Um, the belts and the stripes, because you know that you made, um, like a difference between... It shows progress. Place. Yeah, progress. Okay, so, what's the uh, go-to move in jiu-jitsu? The arm bar. Arm bar? Yeah. Okay. From what? From guard, from bottom, half, top? Uh, maybe from mount. From mounted arm bar? Well, the one that you said, isn't it when I'm on mount and then I just go to the arm bar? Oh, when you go to the side of it. Yeah. The mounted arm bar is a little different. Uh, when you get the mounted arm bar, they can't really move because you're on top of them. All your weight's on them. Yeah. Basically, so it's super tight when you do that mounted arm bar. Yeah. Essentially, both their arms are trapped there. Scary. It is, but you know, you know you're stuck if you're hit by it, you just tap. Yeah. Okay, now introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Chan, and same thing, I do jiu-jitsu, same as my daughter does, and you know, I like watching anime and doing other stuff, and fishing and all that other stuff. He watches a lot of anime. <laughs> yeah, if I got time on my hand, I'm going to watch anime. Yeah, you watch new animes almost every day. Well, I run out of things to watch, so I'm going to watch new things, you know. A lot of them are boring. I just put it on, but I'm not really paying attention to it. But still watch it. Mhm. Okay. What is your favorite part about jujitsu? Uh, well, you know, it's the people that's there. You know, mm-hmm. when we first started, you know, of course I'm super nervous. Didn't have confidence I'm gonna be good at it or anything like that. But working with some of the people there, they really <coughs> help boost up your confidence and you know how to help you, what to do, what not to do. Not there to like discourage you, like oh you suck at it and all that yeah. nonsense. No, they're like okay, you just gotta work on this. You know, keep your frame. You know, learn the pose. You know, learn the braids, shrimp, and all that stuff. They're really helpful with that, which is good. You know. Yeah. Like then when I first went to watch a competition, that's when I really wanted to compete. Also, you know, mm-hmm. being you know like someone like Raul and stuff, they didn't start much. You know, like much longer than we started. It was probably like two or three weeks before we started. Yeah. And seeing him compete, I'm like, man, I want to compete now. If he can do it, you know, like be successful at it. And with, you know, not that much training. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'll do the same, you know. And that's what I did. You know, first competition was you know, October. Was it 2018? Yeah, 2019. Yeah. 2019. Yeah, I did pretty good. First match was what, 23 seconds? I got an armbar in. 
Yeah. Yeah, suck a marriage like that destroyed by, you know, someone a lot younger than me. Like yeah. sixteen and just wrestled me the whole time, not knowing how to properly defend, even though a professor was telling me what to do, but it's a lack of experience. Mm-hmm. But I won my other two matches, which is good. Yeah. What's your go to move in Jiu Jitsu? Oh, that would be the triangle. That's why people at the academy call me Chan Chan the Triangle Man. What is your favorite type of triangle? I've been working on getting triangle when someone has me in their side control. Yeah. I'm stuck in their side control. I trap the arm and trap, you know, trap them with the triangle and then lock it in from there. That's been working pretty well. Yeah. So yeah, the best triangle would be like a mounted triangle. Yeah. You get that back and get the triangle from there. Mounted triangle is really tight because they can't get you off because you're stuck there. And plus, if they, you know, defend or anything like that, you have the arm bar because the arm's stuck right there. Yeah. It's a good move. Yeah. Other stuff that you could do from there, but. I, I find triangles more often than most other submissions. Yeah. You gotta teach me some triangles, because I do the arm bar, because it's, like, less complicated. And, like, it's, like, you can find it anywhere. Yep. On guard. Well, same as the triangle. If you have the triangle, you're going to have an arm bar right mm-hmm. there, too. You just got to switch the leg over to over the head, and you have the arm bar. So, triangle, as long as you understand the concept of how to shoot a triangle and how it works and everything, you know, one arm in, other arm out, and your legs across. Yeah. You understand the concept, you'll find triangles more often. And it's easier to find it. But, you know, some opponents can be harder to hit it on. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on the size and everything. But the main thing in triangles, you got to shoot your hips up high. Yeah. Just to hit the triangle. Especially, like, when you're in guard. Yeah. You know, you trap an arm, and then you shoot your legs over. But your hips got to be elevated up just to properly hit the triangle. Well, it takes practice. It's one of those, like I was telling you earlier, before the podcast, like you have to drill these thousands of times to actually get pretty decent at it. The, the most, like, good drills for, to, like, help you hit triangles are, like, the candlestick where you, like, draw your head up. Yep. And also the triangle sit-ups. Yep. Those, those are, you know, to help get your core and everything strong enough and get your body... You know, like the muscle memory of like, oh, this is what I'm doing to shoot the triangle. You know, it's, yeah, like I said, you, you're doing those warm-ups and, you know, working out like that. It's the same concept of shooting a triangle that way. You'll get better at it by just drilling it, you know. Yeah. And you'll, you'll find more opportunities to hit it by constantly just doing it. Like, look, when, after that first tournament, all I kept on trying to do was just triangles. Where can I find triangles? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was like, okay, everyone in that class is like, they know I'm going to shoot triangles, so they know how to stop it, essentially, you know what I mean? So you got to do more than just one move. You have, you know, your triangle fails, you got to have a backup. Say, oh, I can't shoot the triangle. Okay, I'm just going to sweep them now. <laughs> the reason why I really like arm bars is because, like, it's not that complicated with how all the other moves are, and, like, all the other moves, I can't really remember it when you're, like, when you're trying to like roll fast and like they're like framing and stuff and you have no other choice to but to do something fast so the arm bar is really fast and not really that complicated but all the other moves that like i can't really remember it in time i know how to do the moves it's just that i can't remember it in that time because you're trying to go like fast and you're trying not like you're trying to stop them from like framing and like bridging and stuff yeah it's 
one of those that, you know, you'll see glimpses like, oh, I could have did this when they moved this way. But by the time you go for it, you missed it. And then the opportunity was there. But by the time you realize it, because you don't drill it enough, like that type of deal, like, oh, God, I could have did that when they, you know, framed this way. But it's, you know, it's like going back, you just got to drill it. Yeah, like in the moment sometimes, it, it is does get hard to hit some of the moves because you don't see it available. Yeah. You want to talk about all your favorite people to, um, to drill or roll? Well, there's a few people that I always drill, like, you know, Mike Taylor, he, I always drill with him mm-hmm. most of the time because mm-hmm. we're about the same size, you know, and everything like that. Skill level, and he's, bit, he's a little more experienced than me, but... We, we know when to push each other, how to push each other. Like, you know, we, when we roll spar, we go higher percentage than most other people we would roll with. Because mm-hmm. we know how, you know, know each other really well, how each other spars, what we normally do and everything like that. So we'll find answers for each other. So that's, um, when I was talking to Sasha, he said, that's good to have, always have someone like that. So it pushes you past this, your limit. Because mm-hmm. you want to surpass your limit. That's one of the things you do. You find someone that really pushes you to the next level, as long as you, and you're doing the same with them. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I, I like rolling with Joel because he shows me what not to do, what you know, like how much I'm improving. I I know he holds back a lot when he's going against me, but it's he he rolls with the level you're at. He's not gonna go above and just murder you the whole time. No, he wants you to learn so he can get better also. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about one of my favorite people to roll with. Yep. One of my favorite people to roll with is Janae, because she's my height and she's like my size, so like it's a lot easier to roll with her and like learn. And also, she's like a really higher belt than me, yep. so she's like a lot more experienced. So when I roll with her, I can learn and watch what moves she do. Yeah, like what moves she does. And I can learn them. Like, she does have more experience than you. You are bigger than her. Yeah. You guys Slightly. Are, you guys are about the same age, but yeah, you see the size difference. Like, man, you're bigger. It's like, what? For you, not saying you're fat or anything like that, <laughs> but you could use your weight to your advantage. Like, when you have them in side controls, you put your weight on them, they can't move or mount or anything like that. Just you shift your weight when you're doing certain things. Like when you go for an arm bar from there, just shift your weight, then you can get the arm bar. But at the same time, you use your weight to pressure them so you can keep them in that position. I'm going to talk about another person that I like rolling with because my dad did too, and um, I want it to be even. So one of the other people that I like rolling with is Maya. I really like rolling with her. She's younger and shorter than me, but not that by that much. So I really like rolling with her, and she's a gray belt. Yeah, she's higher up than you. She's been doing it for a while, and she does class every day because. Is she one more belt than me or two? Maybe two, I'm sure. But I'm pretty sure it's gray and white belt, then um, gray belt, and then gray and black. Possibly. Okay. And but since she, you know, she's been doing it for so long. Plus, you know, her parents are the one that runs the academy, so she does every single class, and you know, she she knows a lot more. Plus, with her, you can see like she's a lot smaller than you, but. She can get the advantage because she's using pure technique. She don't have to use strength, you know, her size or anything like that, and weight. No, she just uses technique to get these sweeps, these submissions, and everything like that. 
and that's what jujitsu is all about. You, you don't need strength to really hit most of these moves. You just use the technique, you know, shift their body this way, and you can get the sweep. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy, you know, if you think of it, but doing it yourself, it's, you know, a lot tougher. Okay, she's not one of those students where, like, sense, like, if you think about, oh, her parents are running the academy, she, like, gets belts just because her parents are the owners. She's not like that. She, like, gets it for, like, pure skill and not, like, with pity. Yeah. Like, you know, this martial arts world, remember, you, you know, you, in the past you did Taekwondo, which it was good at the time, you know, you learned some sort of discipline, but you really look at the bigger picture, it's like, they're giving kids these promotions when they're not really deserving of it because they're not really trying. And look, they get a better promotion. So in you, they, they know your skill level, they know you to be better than what you show that, you know, one of the tests you failed because, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, you didn't try hard enough because you didn't hit all the marks. And you see the other kids that didn't hit any mark and still got a belt. I'm like, how's that fair? Yeah, you know, you know, your potential, Kylie's potential is higher. She, you know she can do all of it, but then you failed it because of that. But you didn't fail a kid that does nothing. It's just, it, it doesn't set a good example for the rest of the kids that actually tries hard. But at the same time, look at jiu-jitsu. It's like, no, nothing's given. You have to properly learn these you know, techniques and everything like that to get any promotions. Like, look, I'm a blue belt now, but if they just promote anybody, you know, do it like a schedule, like every couple months or whatever, to a blue belt, and they go face off against other, like, white belts, and white belts are destroying them every time. It's like, what does that show? It's like, oh, they just, this is just like a charity type thing. They're just doing it to promote everybody. You know, no, it's not a participation trophy. You have to earn it, which, which is great about jiu-jitsu. Everyone's earning their belts and stripes and everything like that. Yeah. You know, Professor Joe, he's great with that green and push leader and everyone. They're really good with that. They don't just hand out these promotions. They, these Everyone that earns it, that got a promotion, really earns it. Also, I didn't really like Taekwondo. I didn't like Taekwondo because, like, right when I came, like, this was before COVID and quarantine happened, like, where I did um, Taekwondo. And, um, Every time I finished school and I came back, it's like, like a couple <coughs> minutes later, that's when I had Taekwondo. I didn't really like the schedule, and also the belts were scheduled, and you also had to pay for them, I think. Yeah, you pay for the belt ceremony and everything like that. It's like, yeah, I'll pay an extra $60 just to get a belt that every other kid would have got from doing nothing. Yeah, there were, there's some kids that like barely even participated. And they only got the belt because, like, their parents paid for it. Yeah. And, you know, you can tell, like, the parents are not even there watching them and everything like that. Like, come on, this is a, you know, a martial arts academy. It's not a babysitting, you know, place. You know, you don't just drop the kids for an hour and just, you know, the kid does whatever and just play around, don't pay attention. No, you pay money to learn discipline. But you have to bring that discipline home and teach them the same thing. You can't just drop them off, pick them up, and like, oh, when you get home, okay, you can do whatever you want. No, you have to make sure they carry on that discipline throughout. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, with, with jiu yeah, professors not really they're on top of everyone, like, you know, it's like, hey, make sure you behave outside and on, on, on and off and that. No, it's whatever you're teaching, it carries on, like, oh, you want to carry on this discipline, and everything. Plus, it builds great confidence, because look, before you start jiu-jitsu, okay, you, you know, fairly confident, but 
since doing jiu-jitsu for like over a year and a half now, how's your confidence level now? Really higher than before. Yeah, you're like you're able to try new things, go you know, you're gonna talk to other people, you're you're able to do it without being so shy. You're still a little shy, but you know, it's not as how it was before. You have the confidence like, Oh, I'm able to do this now, like, you know, especially with jujitsu, it's like at first, you know, you tried the first class, it was fun. Yeah. But at the same time, you didn't know what you're really doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now your skill level now is a lot better than how you were a year and a half ago. On the first class, I, like, didn't really know who to go to when I was there. Like, now, it's, like, a year and a half later, I have, like, go-to friends. Yeah. Like, everyone there is, like, my friend and, like, people that I talk to a lot. Yeah, I see. Uh, yeah, I... When, I'm stretching for my, my class, the adult class at 6.30 on Tuesday. I'm seeing you, you know, the usual people you hang out with, you know, like, at least like to drill with. You know, of course, Maya, and you have Connor, um, Ryan, and Janasia, Lucas is there too, you know. When all there, you, you guys are all playing together. Plus, Al- and Kyle. And Kyle too. Yeah. yeah. But Kyle, you know, he does more of the, the smaller kid side, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But after class, when you're waiting for the adult class to end, you guys are playing in the corner, you know what I mean? All, all you guys play together, so, you know, you can make good friends from jiu-jitsu, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look, if we never did jiu-jitsu, we would have never met these people and hung out with them or whatever. That's just, we would have just stayed home and did nothing. But yeah. now since we're doing jiu-jitsu, we're doing a lot more, you know what I mean? Hanging out with new people, having fun with them, you know what I mean? And they're really good people, too. Can I ask you about your opinion of becoming a coach? For some of the kids' class? Uh, that's, that's a difficult question. Because I don't know if I'm able to coach you. Because mm-hmm. remember, you know you don't like listening to me. <laughs> okay, just like your mom, you don't like listening to me. And <laughs> but it's like, I know what you can do. Like what you're able to do. Mm-hmm. Your abilities and everything. And I, I don't want to push you harder than I need to. It's like what Coach Ash and Coach Karina does with you, mm-hmm. they know exactly how to push you and learn, like, so you can learn from them. They might be too hard, you know, I might be too harsh when I teach you, you know what I mean? I don't think you will, because, like, sometimes you, like, teach me drills and, like, um, new submissions and, like, ways to get out, like, at home. Like, when you, like, after class, like, a couple days later, like, one day later, you would, like, teach me it and, like, show me how to do it. Yeah, but then if we're drilling, that means we're going to constantly do it over and over. Like, you know how you see the adult class sometimes? Like, top, bottom, bottom, top. Mm-hmm. You do it three times, you switch. You do it three times, you switch. It's over and over for a couple straight minutes. And you're going to get tired. I know you're going to get tired. And that's when I'm going to push you. It's like, nope, don't stop. Let's go. Keep going. I'm going to see your face. You're going to get mad. You know? It's like, oh, you want water? No, not yet. We're not done yet. You know, it's... Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not like one of those kids who walk out when they say, like, oh, grab your gear. You're like, yeah, oh, no. grab something. And then they, they go water, drink maybe. some water. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't ask for water. I wait till they say it. Yeah. But some of the kids, they're, they're newer. They don't know yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like one of the adults class one time, one of the guys, he's like, we're, we're still doing a heavy workout. He stopped by and he stopped and drank his water. But the Joey saw it, it's like, oh, it must be nice to drink water. But your teammates wish that they had water right now too, huh? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's one of those, like, no, it's not time for a water break yet. You gotta, 
push until he's done. He knows when you can stop it. I mean, he knows when someone's about to really pass out. He's paying attention. I mean, he might not see Michael to, to some, but he's paying really close attention. Like, all the coaches here, they're paying attention to what you're doing and everything like that. Like, some of the times in your class, like, you know, one of the kids likes to go aggressive all the time. The coach is watching. They're right there keeping their eyes on you because they know when they're going to be way too aggressive when they don't need to. It's like, that's why the coaches, they, they see you. It's like, yeah, you're in a bad position, but you're calm. You're breathing. You're, you're not, like, you know, struggling, you know, getting mad, you know, screaming. No. You know you can get out of it. And at the same time, you're not using no strength. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the kids that go aggressive, they're using a lot of their strength. But once you start using your strength, they can't do nothing about it. But you're not going to use your strength. You're, you're defeating the purpose of jiu-jitsu by using strength. Mm-hmm. Use strength to just to get some things going, but you're not going to use full force just to do it. Yeah. But yeah, going back, it's like, it's, it's going to be tough to coach. Yeah. It was like, doing the adult class, I'm, like most of the newer white belts and stuff like that, I'm coaching them through it. Yeah, because I see them, it's like, why are you using so much strength in your know, like aggression? Okay, he has full mount. I, I, of course, I'm letting him get full mount. Mm-hmm. Then he's gonna hug me while he has full mount. Like, all I'm gonna do is bridge. Right? You have to be aggressive and all that stuff. I'm just gonna bridge. You did all that for nothing. Then I'll show you. Okay, if you can't get full mount, don't wrap your arms around me like that. Yeah. You now you gotta be able to post. Because if you have no post, I'm gonna go and send you that way, and it's you can't stop it. Just like bridge to the other side yeah that's all it is you're just reversing it mm-hmm. and it doesn't even take much strength because you you can't stop that you have your arms are wrapped around me and all i do is just hold your arm too and then i'm just gonna bridge that side and roll we roll it's okay. pretty simple you know doing stuff like that but that's the thing they don't know that yet because i did the same thing when i first started but it's it's from when we first started till now we see the same mistakes that we made and what they're doing now. Yeah. We, we did the same thing. That's why we were able to help these other guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm only a blue belt. Yeah, I don't know much, but I'm still, you know, what I do know, I'm going to help these guys because I want them at a higher level so it can make me better also. Yeah. With some of the kids, like, that I roll with, like, the newer ones, um, they, they have me, like, some of the kids, the newer kids, they're, like, some of them are the same height as me. Yeah. Like, almost same age so they pair me up with them but sometimes when they get um like when i have them in my guard or when they're in full mount they're like leaning back oh when they have full mount yeah they yeah, lean back because they don't know what to do and then when they lean back i i like go forward so i can go in like their guard or go into mount yep. and then um i tell them when you're rolling with someone, don't lean back. Well, it depends on the situation. Yeah, I mean. yeah, when you're in, like, mount or, like, full guard. Yeah, if they're, if they're in your guard and they're going to posture straight up, you're setting, they're going to set themselves up for a Kimura sweep. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot. Even the adult class, they still do that, too, because, you know, they're fairly new. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's tell, then when they do that, you can do the Kimura sweep. If not, you can just bring your knees in. Mm-hmm. You bring your knees in, trap the arm, and you just set up a triangle that way. But you, you know, what I like to do when I'm sparring with like new people, well, now it's you know you need at least two stripes to spar in class, which is fine, yeah. You know? But 
I will start doing moves with them. If I get quick submissions, I'm just gonna work with them. Mm-hmm. Say, if I'm sparring for a spot with them, I'm getting two submissions in like 20 seconds. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna work with them. Say, hey, don't leave the arms right there. Or hey, put your frame right here so I don't come in. You know, you work with them, see what level they're at first, and then just work with them. What do you think about the academy in general? Great academy. I'm glad we went there. You know, we when we first like I was, I've been looking around. You know, like oh, I want to do jujitsu, but then like really hesitant. Like oh, should I sign up for it? Blah blah blah. Same time, I was like, you know, I don't want to talk to people and stuff like that. So finally, I was like, you know what? I was looking around and it's like Paradigm was one of the top ones on the search for Google search. I'm like, you know what? Let me let me like contact them. And that's when Coach Karina called. You know, then you know, okay, we set up, set something up. You know, and then Karina's great. You know, we talk on the phone and everything like that. Then when we first did our class, I'm like, oh, yeah, not bad. Yeah, I like it. You know, it's like still out of my comfort zone. I don't know what I'm doing for the most part. Besides, yeah, you know, I'm watching MMA fights and stuff like that. I see what, what they're doing, but not actually doing it with my own self. Yeah. But the academy's great. I like the people there everyone's so helpful you know they're caring they're not you know like meatheads that you know just want to destroy people without helping people no everyone there is really helpful and that's what i like if you are rating it five stars one to five stars what would it be oh easy five it's the size of the academy look look how big the academy is the the mat space Mm -hmm. because when i went to this open mat the other time it's small you know when they had that um, workout area before? Yeah. That's how big that mat was at that, that gym. Mm-hmm. That's small. Compared to what we have at Paradigm, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And great clean all the time. Everyone cleans up after themselves. It looks brand new. Like yeah. It's a great place to work out. And the people there and everything like that. The store they have there is just amazing. Amazing, yeah. Remember the yoga class that used to be there? Yep. When you do the adult class? Yeah, right after the adult class, it was yoga. Yeah. Which is great because, you know, I, I, I didn't do the yoga class, so I don't have to clean the mats after. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, yes, okay, I'll have to clean the mats. So the people, whoever does yoga, cleans it. Now it's just, okay, no more yoga. Which is fine. We want to clean our mats anyways because we roll on these mats every day. Well, the days we go and everything like that, yeah. we want to keep it clean. We don't want dirty mats to be rolling on. No, we got to take pride in what we're doing and where we're at. So it makes sense. Do you remember the fitness class with a bunch of girls yes. that used to be on the... Remember when the mats were separated? Yeah, that's the strength and conditioning. Yeah, yeah that, that person or that, that couple or that person, they opened up their own spot. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know... But there was barely any space on the mat when they... Yeah, there wasn't that, that much. But... But once you combine the mats, I'm like, it's huge. And now the workout's even harder because now we're going the long way. Before, it was just a shorter way. Yeah, okay. We're doing, you know, all these workouts, you know, like shrimp, you know, front row, handstand front row. But now we're doing the longer way. Oh, man. Partner bear crawls, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. It's a pain. Yeah. Like, the front stand, front row, the handstand front row, yeah, I'm getting better at it. And before when I first did it, I was like, oh my god, it was terrible. I couldn't do, really do it. You know, I always tried to handstand, and I try to slowly roll, hit my head. You know, I was like, 
hit the mat hard because I didn't fully, you know, like ball up. Mm -hmm. So now it's a lot smoother, but it's still a struggle sometimes. For me, like if I was rating it like one to five, I would probably rate it a solid five. Yeah. Because it's really clean. Really clean because everyone cleans after themselves, not just the coaches that have to clean. It's like everyone that like works out, they clean it up. They also vacuum the floor. Yep, mop it and everything. They mop, they spray, and they, well, first they broom and brush off the crumbs that are on the yep, mat. Then vacuum and then mop. They vacuum, while, they vacuum while people are, are grooming. And then they use the mop and then they have this little spray thing. Yep. And then they spray it all over and then they use the mop to like wipe it all off so it's like all shiny and clean for like the next class or like the next day. And they also vacuum the floor and I help vacuum the floor sometimes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, I like the cleanliness of the place and everything like that because germs are nasty. Yeah. But they do clean it pretty well, and it's not like, uh, oh, all the white belts have to clean it. No, everyone, even as I said before, there's no, you know, like, the higher ranks don't have to clean. No, everyone has to clean. Now, there is a few people that never clean, you know, right when they're like, oh, all right, clean up. I clean. Don't be pointing at me. I've been cleaning every class you I go to. You didn't clean, like, before when you, when they... Um, when you started and they started cleaning, you like you didn't really clean that much because you didn't know what you were doing. Mm-hmm. I, I clean every time now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, some some of the guys that go there, it's like right when it says clean up, they just grab the sandals and just go to the locker room. It's like, no, we all gotta clean. You come train here, keep the area clean, you know. But some people really don't care, so mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. Sooner or later, folks like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you not cleaning? I also like how they have um, an academy dog. Oh, Jake. Jake, yeah. It's um, Maya, or like, professor, and coach trainer's dog. Yeah. His name is Jake. And sometimes I call him Jakey. Yeah, he's a nice dog. But the only problem is, it's like, okay, working out, guess what? I got Jake's hair in my freaking teeth, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I like, um, I like him around. I like him around all the time because he's a big dog, but he's, like, really friendly. Yeah. And he won't attack. Well, he won't attack at the academy. No, he's a real nice, friendly dog. Yeah. The other thing is funny is, like, professors try to, you know, show a move and everything like that. Jake's always in the way. He does that a lot. It's pretty funny. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about jiu-jitsu? No, I think um, no, we're about 30 minutes in, so I think that should be good for now. Yeah. All right, until next time. Bye. Bye.